Good afternoon, everyone. This is Janice Malillo and Carol Sureen. And we are Two, two Sisters in a book. Sisters. So, welcome, yes. everyone. Um, we're so excited to have you on our third podcast audio. We did do one video. Um, podcast before all of this before we got on all these different amazing stations that picked us up and today's episode is appropriate appropriately entitled the power of three so I'm going to do a little shifting here and Carol Sue fill everybody in on what the power of three has to do with today's podcast you know, it's, it's so interesting. Thanks for everyone for listening in first off. But, you know, it, it's the power of three. I've always knew there was so much. When you think about three, just think about that. You have morning, noon, and night. You have different seasons. You have, gosh, the power of three can mean so many, so many different things from a biblical perspective as well as for my nutritional gut health, for one. But the power of three means so many things to different people. But I think sometimes it's almost a higher power. But today being our third episode and number three, it's just kind of really resonating with me. Like sometimes the universe speaks to us and we have to always listen to that. What do you think of when you think of the power of three, Jan? I think of all the DFTs I forgot to take off my backside. (laughs) Um, that happens sometimes. Well, funny story, because obviously I also do the same three steps. And it's been a crazy, amazing, wonderful week. And as I was getting in the shower this morning, I'm like, what is all this stuff, you know, on my hips and on my back? Like I had four old TFT sticking on me. Forgot about it. That's but. right. And so I'm going to actually fill everyone in on what those three steps are. So our, you know, our nutritional program, we are both obviously in the health and wellness industry, really coming in from different avenues, but we also really kind of dive into understanding the power of gut health. So I always refer to our stomachs, our gut as our second brain. And the reason being is through nutrition, that is how we feed all the different systems within our bodies. We have so many, you know, reproductive system, you know, brain system, heart, you know, lungs, heart, everything, all our different systems, our immune systems, and they all still need to be fed by nutrition. The problem with nutrition is scientifically, it's scientifically impossible for us to actually eat our way through nutrition. Why? yes, definitely a healthy diet helps, eating clean helps. It has to do really with how our food is sourced today. So it's not the food that we had, say, 30 years ago, even 10 years ago. So many preservatives, so many fillers, so much chemicals that are in our food sources today. And it could even just stem from the actual soil. But the problem is that's number one problem. But number two is we still could not, even even if we ate very healthy, organic or whatnot, From a nutritional standpoint, we could not get what our body actually needs to function to its fullest potential. And that is why probably more often than not, you'll hear about different nutritional 
different new supplements. And I, you know, John and I have always taken supplements and vitamins throughout our lives. But I never, I never knew the power of absorption. And I never understood the whole piece of the gut health. So while yes, there are many products out there, what I found was, and I did not even realize this until I really got into nutrition, was a lot of the times, how many times, of course, I remember I talked about on the podcast, it always leads back to the toilet. Mm-hmm. Every conversation always leads back to the toilet, right? But how many times can you say that you have, you know, you've taken your vitamins and your supplements and you go and the first time that you pee in the toilet, it's usually like a bright color, bright yellow, bright green. And the, some of that is to be expected. However, what that is showing us is that our vitamins and supplements have not even had enough proper time, a time lapse for the actual product to be absorbed within your system. So right. what frequently happens is, is you're, you're peeing most of it out. So your body hasn't even had a time to absorb it. I didn't really know that that was so important as I do now four years later into our nutritional program, because the first question that was kind of asked to me when I was, you know, chatting with a, a niece, my a niece from the other side of our family, the question was actually posed to me, but actually, do you feel your vitamins? Do you feel your supplements? I thought that was really an odd question. And the reason why I thought it was an odd question, because let's be serious people, who in their right minds feels your vitamins or supplements? Like that's not why you take them. You take them because your doctor tells you you're lacking in something or you know you are. So when I understood that our bodies were actually, when they're absorbed properly, when what's the nutritional program that is absorbed properly, you actually do feel your vitamins, mm-hmm. you, you, you know, mental clarity. You feel, and I always describe the feeling as, I relate it to the Wizard of Oz movie. So when Dorothy's whirling around in the house, she's going through that storm. Where does she land? She lands in Oz, right? Right. And, you know, back in the day when we only had black and white TVs, let's be real, she opens up the door door to the you know, the house that she's in, and all of a sudden she's in this beautiful land of Oz. It's so crystal clear. It's beautiful. So when I do my nutritional program, that's exactly what it is. It's almost like I'm I'm seeing life in living color, more on point, more. My mental clarity is just on point, and I never felt that with all the other nutritional products that I took. So for me to actually stick with something for over four years is crazy. So I'm going to give you a typical morning, and then I'm going to ask Jan a couple of questions. You know, so it's it's actually three steps, but it's actually only one product. A lot of people confuse that. So it's capsules, and then we take a lifestyle mix. And I'm not going to get into all the details of the ingredients. They're premium, premium ingredients. That's why we feel so good. But so the stickers that Jan was talking about was our third step. And she refers to it as a DFT, that's Derma Fusion Technology. So typically speaking, and I relate it to people that don't understand what that is, medications now are being, uh, a lot are actually in a DFT form, or the most probably recognizable DFT is those people that are quitting smoking and hallelujah, please quit. But a lot of them you'll notice wearing a patch. Well, our DFT is a nutritional patch. 
And what that does is it actually bypasses our bloodstream altogether. I mean, bypasses our gut altogether. It goes directly into our bloodstream. So we wear that for 24 hours. You do take them off. But sometimes, <laughs> as Gianna said, said we forget. she forgot. So she finds, you know, a sticker here or there. And it's not going to do you any harm. But so how do you feel on your nutritional program? Because I, you know, you were in the health and wellness industry and you, right. I knew you would appreciate, you know, the ingredients, the formula, and the fact that it was premium grade differed from something that you would buy, say, over the counter. Right. So, and that's a gr- great question, especially being a health coach. I guess I get asked that question a lot. And... You know, you bring up a very great point that, you know, we feel our vitamins and I do. I have a lot of um, little, I call them little autoimmune issues. And if I was not doing the thrive and exercising and all that that good stuff, um, you know, I just would be on so many different medications. Now, with that being said, always, always, please, we're not giving a medical advice. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just talking about my... Or making medical claims. Right, or making medical claims. I can't do right. that. I can't do that. I'm not trained in that field. I'm just... I just want to tell you how I am feeling. And, you know, I think it's always <coughs> worth a try because I have tried so many different products and I really like how it makes me feel, especially with these 18 to 20 hour days. Um, it really keeps me on point. Um, and I haven't felt better. And that's just kind of the bottom line with that. Right. And I and for me, you know, actually when I first ordered over four years ago, you know, my mindset has always been, well, what's the worst that's going to happen? You know, I'm not going to. If I don't use it, guess what? It's going in the cabinet with all the other crap I bought that didn't work. I mean, that was really my my mindset on that. But I could not believe, and it was probably about 10 days in, and we're all different. All of our insides are different. We're uniquely different, but what I was so impressed was, you know, anywhere from age 18 and up, because that's the you know, recommended, recommended age to take the three easy steps, that so many people knowing, you know, we look different, our personalities are different. Well, so aren't our gut needs. So what I may need is going to be something maybe different than you might need. Right. And the fact that it's the same premium formula, but it adjusts and it adapts to whatever the nutritional deficiencies are. The other question I get, and, and you were you were one who, not probably not as bad as I am with the coffee and the Diet Coke, but I was one who literally was going through, you know, three, four, five cups of coffee a day in Diet Coke and, you know, iced teas. And the reason being was I was really, I knew that after a certain amount of time, my body would kind of go in that crash mode and I would just get lethargic and felt bloated and tired. And instead of kind of correlating, hey, it's got something to do with the processed caffeine you're putting in your body. I didn't know that. How about you? How did you kind of, you know, because we're not saying that you can't drink right. coffee. We're not saying that, but we encourage you not to because you truly don't need it. And 
and this has to do with the way coffee now co coffee's really processed today it's not it's not the days from when nani used to make it with the percolator that's for oh, sure oh i missed that coffee huh that was so good so i've always loved the taste of coffee but at one point i was drinking up to eight cups of coffee a day and then it was six to eight cups of coffee and then i started thrive and then i really didn't want the coffee but then I started my kickboxing and, you know, still doing the Thrive, but I'm up at Oh Dark Hundred. And I love that. <laughs> oh Dark Heart, yeah. Um, get it over and done with. Um, so occasionally I would stop and, and get a coffee. I just, I enjoy the, the taste of coffee. So now I'm just down to one cup a day and typically have that um, after the dinner meal, which I really enjoy. And dad loves it too. You know, he puts a little additive in his coffee. And Yes, he's got that special coffee. Yes, he's got that special coffee. So why don't you share with the audience what the special mm. ingredient our daddy has in his coffee. Zambuca. <laughs> Zambuca, yes. Our father loves his Zambuca and coffee. And at 93 years old, he gets what he wants. That's right. God bless his soul. That's right. Along with his Klondike bars. He loves his Klondike bars. Yeah. Well, after he, well, this is a, a little, like, he loves his routines. He has his dinner, and then he has to get a new napkin, and he folds it out, and he goes, he taps the napkin. Yes. And then he gets his um, potato chips. Yes. No salt potato chips. And they yeah. actually are really good. Yeah, they are. And by the way, I've been... Uh, potato chip free for over six months now that's another story and then as i'm cleaning up the dishes then we all sit down together and have the coffee and they have their klondike bars and he's got to get another napkin for that and he lays it out flat and... that's awesome that's so we're so blessed to have him still with us and all his little little things that he does his little uh oh yeah little uh Kind of like rituals. I think they're. I think they're yes, cool. Right, and his newest thing lately is, uh, you know, we. Uh, I think I may have mentioned this in one of our other podcasts that I have strategically placed intercom systems wh wherever he is, wherever he's sitting down. So right. <laughs> I'll say to him, um, but he loves pressing that button. I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> so funny. He says, oh, I just um, wanted to see if you're okay. You know, it's, it's cute. He checks in. It's the modern ringing of the bell, only it's a push of a button. Right. And it makes it easy for yeah. him. So. So, totally change of subjects. We're talking about just power of, of things. And I don't know if you caught, you know, I'd love, love to keep up with social media. What's going on? What's everyone into? And like craziness yesterday constantly on our news feeds mm -hmm. was this documentary on the pandemic of course i think they've renamed it about five thousand times now no, only kidding i think they've they've taken it down from a, a certain social media site and it was quite interesting to really you know hear about you know different aspects of of what's rooted behind covid19 and you know this scientist's take on it I didn't feel when I actually finally did get the chance to watch it, I didn't feel it was political, 
at all, which I thought was great for a change. But I found it very interesting. And the only piece that, you know, I, I really wanted to chat about was the mask situation. I never thought, you know, I heard many doctors within this documentary talk about, you know, how they obviously they wear them for where they need them to, the operating room, those kinds of things. But that so many in the medical industry are not recommending wearing a mask in public, unless obviously you're, you know, elderly and or are ill, but just the average person should not, should not be wearing it. What did you, did you, you had a chance to see it. What did you think? Well, yes, I did have a chance to watch it. And I obviously thought it was very interesting um, because the more, the more that you're kept inside, you know, many people are still in, you know, the stay at home orders and states are slowly starting to open up the more you lower your immune system. So personally, I obviously have a a concern with that. Um, You know, we have to abide by the rules and, you know, go into stop and shop and I've got my mask on and um, it, in a way it almost frightens me because what's going to happen when the states really start to open and people, half the people are sheltered in place and then the other half are out in the public. And then, you know, what happens when the people that have been sheltered start to come back in? Like, it, that's going to get all mixed up and people are going to start to get sick again. So I I have some concerns about that, but I'm not, um, I'm, I'm not like stressing over it. Like, I'm keeping my eye on it. You know, I want to be well informed. But I think there comes a time too, you know, there was, I, I also saw a lot of people had posted that exact same video. But what I didn't like seeing, and this is just my personal view, was everybody bashing everybody else's opinion about it. I totally agree. And I think, you know, first and foremost, regardless of what your opinion is, from a medical standpoint, from a economic standpoint from a personal standpoint is I think part of you know the the bashing really is deep-rooted in fear and it's obvious that for good reasons there's so many people that have, have such fear and what can we do with that fear to calm the masses to you know take that deep breath to take a break from it and how much fear really interferes with our health and wellness, our mindset. And I think people that are lashing out, sadly, are just consumed with it. They're not, you know, we all want to make sure that we're doing our due diligence and being informed and taking appropriate action, depending on, you know, where or if we even fall into the categories that they say may be at risk. But in addition to that, Sadly, I think we we all understand the power of voice and the power of the media's voice and how it really does play a big part, good, bad, or indifferent, in our mindset, in our daily mindset. And I wonder, you know, if people would kind of back away from, and I don't mean back away from being informed, but back away from being consumed with, you know, headlines breaking news, Mm -hmm. all those kinds of things contribute to our health and our mindset. 
And it's a proven fact as well that when we release good endorphins, it helps our health and wellness. So I, sadly, I think part of that bashing is because they're just, they're just fearful. And I have such empathy. I used to get frustrated. I don't get frustrated anymore because I really feel, I feel badly for those that are in fear and their only outlet now is to bash people or to argue with people on social media mm-hmm. because that's, they're clinging onto this, this, this fearful fear that they have. And it's their kind of, in their mind, it's their only outlet to kind of release it. And they're just not understanding that there's so many other good things with meditation, taking a walk, exercise, movement, read a good book, put on the earbuds and put soft music. There's so many good things, don't you think? Oh, I think absolutely that is so true. So what I do for myself is, um, one way I handle that is to limit my exposure. You know, I don't turn the news on first thing in the morning. I I just don't. If there's something that I really need to know, you know, I've got the notifications on my cell phone. And I typically don't look at that other than even if I see it come across. If it's like, oh, you know, I'll look at that later. But when you get yourself into that fear pattern, that negative fear pattern is always going to hold you back that leads to withdrawal that leads to you know oh my god I'm not gonna have a good day well when you say you're not gonna have a good day guess what you're not going to have a good day it leads to gut health issues it leads to digestive issues and if you just allow yourself time to reset your mindset like do an activity that brings you joy whether it is like the things that you mentioned like reading the book or listening to soft music or collaborating on a project such as two sisters you know that is the power of positivity positivity a lot of people think oh that's uh, positivity you know whatever no the the positive look at the power of positivity versus the fear of the unknown. What's going to spread faster? And that that obviously can be a debatable subject, but in my opinion, if we focus more on the power of positivity, in a lot of ways the fear mongers is going to spread a lot faster, but you enter the allow positivity to enter your mindset that's going to open up a whole array of things. You'll you'll maybe decide, you know what? They were talking about, you know, meditation or listening to soft music. I think I'm going to try that versus, you know, watching CNN or whatever it is that you watch. That gives you that calmness, that, that zen, namaste. You know, you need to... Absolutely. And I, and I think... You know, health and wellness, when people think of healthy, a lot of times, more than not, not that I believe is that they, they focus on, you know, the physical being, the, the weight management. And that is a piece to health and wellness, but it's not the overall health and wellness that we, we chat about because you've got to be healthy in your own skin. You've got to be confident in who you are, and it's okay to 
you know, have a belief, it's okay to have an opinion. And I think part of the fear piece to it that is lent by everyone is because it also is rooted back to communication. You know, we've forgotten, you know, patience and tolerance and knowing that we're all different. Like we were talking about, you know, a healthy gut and everyone's nutritional deficiencies are different. Well, that goes with, with life as a whole. We're all different people, but we need to practice as a, as a society, more patience, more kindness, more vulnerability to each other's feelings and not let the fear take over. You know, when you look at, I always say life is two coins. You know, you can have fear, you can have joy, you can have happy, you can have sad, black, white, good, bad. And the point being is it's within our power to change that. And it could be just the slightest little thing to change that will change your mood. And I sadly, you know, because like you said, each state is different as, as far as when they're going to be opening up. It's how many, how many Netflix shows can you watch? You know, and of course mm-hmm. the, the next thing is you're going to go to social media. Right. What I absolutely love seeing is how families are really coming together in playing board games again, or spending time, even if it's via zoom or a conference call or a telephone, because how many times before uh, COVID-19, you know, you would have a family gathering, are your friends coming over? And everyone of course comes in with their cell phones and depending on generation or how many family members or friends that you have over, you find that people break out into small groups and probably more so than not, you see somebody looking at their cell phone. Don't you agree? Mm-hmm. Instead of conversing. And I think what COVID-19, and I've always said that, you've got to find the good out of out of this tragedy. And for me, it's like rediscovering relationships all over again on a deeper level because you get into those serious conversations of what's going on but you also find the funnies find the funnies and what's going on and there is there is joy there is goodness that's coming out of this and i think if people start focusing more on that and guess what if you've utilized this the last six weeks last actually rome is at the end of seven weeks if you utilize that to refocus you to do some self-improvement kudos to you but if you have been one of the ones that have not, it's not too late. Right. Every day is a new a new journey. So jump on today. Do something good for yourself today with mindset. And when you do that, you're going to prove your overall health and well-being. Don't you think? Oh, well said. Absolutely. You know, again, your wellness is not based on just one specific thing. It's all, think of a circle and you're in the middle. It's your gut health it's your spiritual it's your family it's your financial it's your job all those things combine define our wellness and different aspects of it absolutely absolutely so what have you got planned for the next few hours i know you're you've got a busy schedule going oh busy busy you know working on two sisters uh working on the knockout shelly project um at some point I got to think about dinner cuz you know got to keep my dad our daddy on schedule. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Absolutely. but the other thing that I think we 
kind of forgot to mention was, you know, we said the power of three when we started the podcast. Yeah, so we've already talked about two powers. So one of the things is that today is our three-week anniversary of two sisters. Yes, again, power of three. The power of three. And what did we do today, today earlier? Earlier, we, you know, because we've been chatting, we want, you know, our audience to get to know us, to get to know our personalities, to really embrace that we... We have a no no holds bar. We're going to talk about anything and everything, funny, tragic, you know, good health. Maybe a day that just kind of sucked. I mean, we're going to be raw and honest. But today we were blessed with actually had a second interview with our very first guest. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we cannot wait for you to meet this woman. Who I I'm not getting even like touch upon her story because there's no way that I in a couple short minutes that I could do that but we are so excited to announce that Deborah Myers will be on our podcast on Wednesday May 13th absolutely and the name of the podcast is going to be that one party so we do try to name all our different podcasts and they're in correlation of what the subject matter is going to be. So that one party, hmm. probably get your head scratching, don't you think, of what, what, what could Debbie be talking about? Right. And actually, I don't know whether she goes by Deborah or Debbie. We have to find that out. Yeah, we have to find that out. But her story is going to blow you out of the water. And so much so that we're going to probably do... A few podcasts. We'll, we'll definitely be doing a few podcasts, almost um, probably a series of podcasts with her for sure. Absolutely. Um, I can, we can't wait for you all to meet her. We can't wait to have more guests on. And you know, with two sisters, we always have something cooking up. Thankfully, I'm not cooking it because I'm a terrible cook. No, actually, I'm getting better. <laughs> You're getting better. I'm getting better. As long as I have a recipe card in front of me, I'm good. There you go. So, I want to thank all of our listeners today. We so appreciate your coming to this podcast. We're always here to inspire, encourage through mindset, the power of positivity, and obviously today's topic, which was the power of three. So we thank you so much and remember that you have the ability to change you and be kind to you. That's where it starts. So this is Janice Melillo and Carol Sureen and we, we are, are two sisters and a book. All right, over and out. Goodbye and have a wonderful day. If I can figure out where the flipping button is. There we go. One, two, three.